something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings... Is talking shit about weddings. Yeah. Um, we also like to take summer breaks, which is what this episode is. <laughs> the last episode, we sang it. <laughs> summer, summer break. <laughs> Not as good? The improv was was better. Yeah. But. I think I went too low. It's fun. Um, <laughs> so in this episode, we will not be doing any confessionals and we don't nope. have a guest. Nope. We basically did all of these in advance so that we could have a fun time uh, enjoying our August off and having summer vacation. And then we'll be back in September with a lot more fun stuff with interviews and confessionals. Yeah. But for today, we didn't want to leave you hanging for this week with an episode. We still wanted you to have fun with us. So we recorded this in advance and we're going to talk about an article that I found that might have been pu- published a couple, I want to say a couple months ago. I think maybe late June, s- June early summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it is from Vogue. It is. And I thought that it would be a fun thing for us to go over. And I think that you brides and anyone planning weddings at home that are listening to this will definitely react as strongly as we do. Because it's Vogue giving all of their opinions, opinions about weddings. And we have opinions back. We do. Um, I'm Pam, ready. what is the name of this article? The name of the article is 14 Wedding Trends to Avoid in 2017. Mm-hmm. Like flower crowns, food trucks, and more. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. All right. Let's get into this. Do it. The aesthetic of your wedding should feel unique, specific to you, and worthy of your special day. But the look of your event should also stand the test of time. However, for many, things awful often get a little bit muddled. Pinterest boards are made and trends are quickly copied. So to help you avoid such a blunder, we reached out to seven top wedding planners to hear what their wedding, which wedding trends they believe would be a mistake to incorporate in 2017. Ugh, this seems bitchy already. It is. I love it. The result, a lively mix of opinions as to which has been overused, will soon look dated, and personal dislikes. So, brides-to-be, beware, you may want to avoid these wedding trends this year. Hold on. Are they saying looks dated like it would be dated if you did it now, or when you have these pictures that it doesn't look like it looks like not timeless? Yes. Who gives a shit? Right? You're in the moment. Okay. Clearly, I have opinions. Already sorry. off the bat, sorry. you're in there. Agreed, though. I mean, you can look at a picture from the 80s and see those poofy sleeves and, you know, uh, know that that's the 80s. Yeah, that's you see some mall bangs. Crazy bangs and yeah. 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 I mean, this is, this is to it. Do, yeah. do what makes you happy. I love mm-hmm. that they'd put that in there. Oh, you know, it is your special day, but you should think about the opinions of others. It's crazy too, because Vogue is all about fashion and trends and celebrating the constant tur- turnover of what is fun to wear and, and what blending old with new. It's weird that they would have such a weird stance. Anyway, mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. what's next? Are you just going to read them one by one? Yeah. Okay. What's first? Okay, first one. Naming your drinks. Please. No one serve another Dantini or Jenny Rita. Do serve delicious artisanal fresh drinks that are seasonal and inspired. But please stop the witty banter of via bar menus. I thank you, Teeny, in advance. Ew. 
First I mean, of all, I love a good pun. Yeah, I do. I love a good silly pun. I like, I think it's a cute idea to have a fun name. I think it's fun too. Who cares? I mean, I didn't do it, but I only had beer and wine at my wedding. Yeah, me too. But I've definitely seen some cool drinks that have fun names. I would have definitely had the Pamarita at my wedding. I mean. Drank the shit out of your Pamarita. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yes. It's so cute. I mean, uh, who cares? The whole whole wedding thing is all about the two people. Everything has their name all over it. Why wouldn't a bar menu have a little fun? Like, I think it's cute. I don't like that one. Vogue. Okay, we're I'm 0 for 1 for Vogue. I'm taking a tally. Okay, good. I like it. Mm-hmm. You ready for the next one? Yep. Family style dinners. I love family style, and I may get a lot of slack for this, but I think it's time to bring some plated elegance back. There, I said it. Sometimes great chefs can really do more with a plated dinner, and I don't always feel like working for my dinner, passing all the platters around, etc. Instead, offer a choice of entrees, not on the menu, but rather that night when your guests are seated. Okay, I got some words for this one. Well, you had one of those. I did have a family-style dinner. And I have gotten compliments on that. And there was a reason why we did family-style. is because uh, my husband Jeff and I wanted to bring our two communities together. So we did not have... Um, we didn't have places. It was a seat anywhere you want. We wanted people to sit next to somebody they didn't know because everybody there was important to us. So it's like, I don't want you just to sit next to the people you know. Like, I want you to sit next to somebody new because you're going to see them at parties and here on out for the rest of my life. So we went with a family style dinner because we wanted to bring that, you know, incorpororation to it. Like, hey, you know, who are you here? Yeah, can you pass me the, you know, the the bread or just well, anything. It's been going back, I mean, generations and generations breaking bread with a person is intimate and that's how you get to know them and yes. you really do share stories. It is it is communal. Yes. And that's nice. I also think that this idea that family style means you're now having to work for your food. <laughs> right. Bitch, you're not washing dishes. You're passing a platter. How weak is this lady? Yeah. <laughs> How weak are your wrists? Yeah. That's oh, so stupid. That I think one. it's fine. And I, I, I'm guessing this is New York or something where, you know, there's high-end chefs. And it's like, I get it. But that was not my wedding. My also, wedding was in a backyard. and chefs. Had- Make all the fucking food all at once. I mean, if they're making 58, you know, chicken piccatas and plating them on different plates versus putting eight of them on one plate, like, who cares? I don't like this lady. No. I'm glad you're not giving the, us the names of the people because I don't need to know their names. I'm just upset. I'm not. So so uh, now we're just at, so we've had a family style. We both are like, yes, we're keeping it. Yes. Okay, go. So we're, uh, we're to Vogue Zero still. Mm-hmm. Next up, a rustic boho theme. Rustic has become an almost taboo word. Moving forward, we want to see people moving forward toward a mountain elegance, elegant vibe. I'm sorry. What the fuck is a mountain elegant vibe versus boho? boho. Oh what my is god! The difference. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's just boho, but in like higher elevations. Mountain elegant vibe. 
in which the design elements <sighs> will remain timeless. Rustic elements like burlap tied napkins or cocktail tables, wood slices, and twine tied favors are often not representative of a client and are merely seen as kitschy. Likewise, teepees, dream catchers, feathers, and arrows are lovely, but when really ready to see these elements go away, unless they are truly representative of who the client is as a person. Okay, this is the thing that bothers me about this one. Um, the whole boho chic or whatever and burlap, Rustic blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It usually means that you're having your wedding outside, sometimes in a little bit more of a rural place. So you're having your decor match the environment where you're having your wedding. It's not that crazy. It's in a barn or a backyard or a field or a park or something like that. I think it's just over time we've changed and we've evolved from weddings only being in churches or only being in banquet halls to having them anywhere, which makes it more intimate because then you really get to do something that's more you or more fun and an adventure. And you're just kind of riding it. I like it. I'm fine with the boho stuff. Right? And I'm I'm really curious what they consider mountain. What is the difference elegant. between mountain elegance and boho? Is yeah. it just a fur? What's a mountain elegance? Skis? I think they really have something against the burlap. When you first started saying the burlap and the pieces of wood, I thought you were describing the mountain elegance. I didn't know that you were going back to criticizing the boho. They're basically the same thing. Those are the rustic elements out. Mountain elegant in. It's not elegant, apparently. The burlap. stupid. They didn't even explain what mountain elegance is. No. Ugh. I don't like that one. So (laughs) so we're we're both fine with boho. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. It's fine. Well, you like you said, you're doing it to represent the environment you're in. So I mean, for three, they're not talking about like doing away with anything beachy. If you're yeah. getting married next to the beach, or right. you had like uh, you know you ceremony on the beach, and then you go inside, you're gonna have beachy vibe yeah, stuff. It's not tacky, <sighs> dumb. Yeah, what's next? I'm livid. This is this is going really great. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, garlands on dining tables. garlands that run down the length of dining tables, you'll notice that photos of this generally capture the garland as it falls down the end of the table. That's because it's actually the only position that the garland looks good in. It looks really sloppy and isn't an idea that is better in theory than reality. What? This is so nitpicky. You show up to a wedding and you get upset about the garland on a table? (laughs) We really need to get you a drink in the cocktail hour. Is this, I mean, I guess these are long tables and having long garlands yeah. and, you know, they're putting candles and flower centerpieces and everything on it. Well, so I, I actually like the trend that has happened over the years of the um, flowers and the garland, or whatever. And the idea of being, if you wanted to add some sort of organic nature to your table, mm-hmm. that it not just be vases with flowers. Because sometimes what happens when you put a vase with a flower is that you're blocking the view. The view of what's going on with like speeches, but also sometimes just interacting with the people in your table. 100%. Yeah. So I actually have enjoyed over time that changing so you don't have to get whiplash trying to communicate. Yeah. So with your head tilted to the right or left to just to talk to somebody. Also, the low garland helps when you have family style meals, bitches. Yeah, bitches. (laughs) So wait, so garland, we both agree, is fucking fine. It's fine. 
and everything looks picture perfect before anybody sits down. Once somebody sits down, it all goes to shit. Yeah, it's fine. I they mean, give you like your drinks, and then you throw yeah. your purse on there, and then everything is, and then someone like spills. I mean, yeah, it's that's fine. that's just eating. That's just humans. Yes. Come on. Next up, ridiculously large bridal parties, clown car bridal parties. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> clown car bridal parties. I know everyone has a million best friends, but they don't all need to be in your wedding. I mean, I don't really care. Also, I don't agree that that's even the trend. I feel like the trend has gone more towards smaller parties. Mm. No? Mm. Oh. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I still think, I mean, ladies and gents, let us know uh, how you feel about this. But I still feel like the younger generation are because you're because of things like social media you are able to be in contact with more people so therefore you have you're you able stay to stay in contact with people yes. so your best friend from middle school that moved away you're still it's still right. a part of your life yep. yeah so i think bridal parties are getting bigger in that sense but they're part i mean they're groups of people that's so fun i'm fine with it you're not she's making a face i I don't know. Ridiculously large. Yeah. What What is the size where you're just like, come on. Like nine. Nine's a lot. Nine. That's a lot. If you have nine people on each side, yeah. who's sitting in what <laughs> watching matters, And wedding? sometimes that matters with how large your wedding is. Yes. Kind of the ratio of people up there versus how many people are in your wedding. Yes. Maybe that's Something it. Something to think about. I guess. I'm chill with it, man. Clown card bridal parties, though. That really makes me laugh. I know. It's like, (laughs) hey, some people roll deep like Jessie did in her episode. She she had a large bridal party. She had three maids of honor. Yeah, she rolls deep. She does. (laughs) I just think it's like, these are good problems to have. You have so many like friends and family that you want to like party with. I'm fine with it. But Pam is iffy. I'm on the fence. But do you... You're on the fence. So mm-hmm. you think that you agree with that trend should potentially, you should be mindful of the trend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm still counting over five. I'm, you're getting, if you, you kind of are agreeing with them. Yeah. Okay. Ridiculously. Yeah, I am. That one. I'm in. Roll deep guys. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Next. Huge bridal bouquets. Huge bridal bouquet. Bridal bouquets. The bride should always look like she is carrying the bouquet, not vice versa. Is this a thing? I don't know. I didn't realize that huge bridal bouquets were a thing. Huh. Yeah. I don't really think I... I know they're getting like different where you yeah. throw in the succulents or, you know, other different things like that. But I, I mean, think they were gay. You just... I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. Give this like gigantic flower thing that then you're... What your maid of honor has to like hold on to for the whole damn ceremony, right? Like, so like do like arm muscle like exercises before, beforehand yes. to train. Um, what is huge though? I know. Is it bigger so you look smaller? You're like I need to Ooh. feel small in my. Or if you have a huge dress on, it kind of adds to the drama of it. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to. Fine with it. You don't need a little bouquet if you've got a big yeah. princess dress. You want to be able to see that bouquet still. Yep. It's got to stand out too. All right. So where, how do you feel? I'm totally, I don't agree with them at all. Keep that gigantic flower thing. Go nuts. I'm in. You agree with them or are you with me? With you. Okay. What's next? Not splitting the bill. 
the archaic tradition of the bride's family footing the whole bill for the wedding. The idea goes back to a time when dowries were all that women brought to the table. In this day and age where a wedding can be two men, two women, and everything in between, this idea no longer makes sense. Go Dutch or go home. That's a really... Go Dutch or go home. I think that that's... I feel like that person's thought process is even more archaic. I mean, I mean, I guess like the old thing of like only the bride's family plays. And then he's saying that both families split. But I think that nowadays it's so loosey goosey on, who, you know what I mean? It's so specific to what you're doing. If you as a bride and groom have the money and maybe the other family wants to participate if they do. Also, sometimes it's a matter of what people can give. Mm-hmm. You know, if you yourself have a family that's a little bit more financially strapped and you happen to marry a person whose family either is more well off or has always kind of put some money aside for this sort of an event because some parents do Mm -hmm. then yeah well probably that family's going to pay a little more and maybe they care a little more or they have expectations of what it wants you know they want it to be I think think what he's saying is the stigma of you know that it's only the bride and the groom gets off with a a dinner the night before and the bride's family is paying you know 30 grand. I don't for think people do that anymore. Do really? Yeah. I think they do. Really? You think yeah. only the bride's family pays? I, I, yeah. I think, really? I don't think that they. 2017? I don't think that, I think that that stigma is still there. Whether they, they are the only ones that end up paying, uh-huh. I still feel that there's that pressure of, I have a girl, I have to pay for this wedding. Oh. Hmm. I think that's still I mean, I around. agree with him that him or her that wrote this thing uh, that I don't know why, by the way, I'm imagining this is like a man giving all I know it's a mixture of people giving opinions, but I'm imagining this like really bitchy dude in like a fancy suit looking down on me and being like, this is tacky. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not true because it's a mixture of people. It's a but mix. um, I mean, yes, I believe that. It should be whatever finances make sense. It, I guess, yes, I guess I do agree that it should not be something that just is understood that the bride's family only pays for everything. If that's the point he's making, then I guess I agree. I think that's what he's saying because okay. he is saying... What he's saying split down 20... the middle and I feel like that's kind of not really realistic sometimes. True. I'm with you on that. You know, it is one of those you do or what you family can. family should pay it all. Sometimes you just, I'm the one getting married. You have nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, not not in a mean way, but just financially, I'll I'll create a wedding that I can financially pay for, and I'm not going to be asking my parents for money. Yes, that's also something that I think is a much bigger trend now than it was probably 20 years ago. Yes. Um. So yeah, I'll agree with him. Sure, why not? I haven't agreed yet, so I feel like I wanna I want to still remain somewhat friends with Vogue. <laughs> All right. Next up, all white everything. The all white wedding has reigned supreme for a few years now. I'll admit the look is classic and beautiful, but in 2017, I'd love to see couples add a signature color to liven things up. Is that a thing? I did not know. I thought like maybe like P Diddy's white parties, which also the or pop is... culture died in 2009. I'm sure there's some pictures <laughs> I'm, on there. I'm sure that's from our previous our bridal break from the previous episode. <laughs> is this is this? I mean, maybe a winter. Like if you were having a winter wedding, yeah. I think that like doing winter all white, white. Yeah, I think yeah. that could be fun. But I don't know. I haven't heard or seen. I mean, I guess if you think of sometimes classic weddings, they have the white tablecloth and the white flowers. I mean, I I see that 
as an option, but I don't see that as anything that people have done only in quite a while. I also say if you're stressed out and you want to kind of like just get this done, just being like everything's white, it does kind of solve a lot of problems. It does. What's your signature color? White bitches. <laughs> white with a side of white. Yeah. I mean, that that does make things a little easier. But yeah, I like color, but I also, I had a room full of everything being white is kind of fun. Did you have a signature color? Um, you know, red came in a lot because of the apple orchard that we got married on. So red apples. Mm-hmm. So I had a red sash and I think there were, it was more apples were a theme. I think it was more than a color. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of bringing in the apple orchard into the wedding. We had apples on the wedding cake. Apples were on like the save the dates and the, I don't know if it was on the invitation, but yeah, it was kind of a, a, a nod to that. But yeah, I nice. think that I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I feel like maybe red. What was yours? Did you have anything? Mine was definitely red. Oh, I had, um, I wore red shoes oh, that's right. with my wedding dress yeah. and I had, um, red rose petals instead of flower arrangements. So all the flowers were, were red and that's true. And, and your bridesmaids dresses were red. Yeah. Mine were too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if my answer is red. Sure. <laughs> It wasn't something I really thought about, I guess, just more what made sense in the apple orchard. Because if they wore green with all this green, they would kind of blend. Right. So I thought red would pop and it was kind of early fall. So you didn't want to do anything like baby blue. It felt stupid. Yeah. Red's my favorite color. Oh, is it? that's why I was like red. Fun fact. It's going to be red. I do not have a favorite color. You don't? Nope. I love red. When people ask, I just say blue. But really, I don't have one. I don't care. I like all colors. So speaking of favorite colors. Ooh. This you had a part of when um, for my bachelorette party and you did a, a video with my husband to be. Yeah, a quiz. A quiz. Yes. And I was quizzed on things, you know, his favorite things of his one came up was his favorite color. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and he looks down at his shirt and he goes blue only because he was wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> But I'm like, that one's not real. His favorite color is orange. And I will fight that to the the end that orange is his favorite color because it is. (laughs) I like that you're still upset that you lost that question. I did not lose that question. Technically, you did. Pam is competitive and this doesn't go well for her. (laughs) What's the next one? Formal, more multi. Wait, we didn't actually say if we agree with the white thing. I don't agree. I think keep it white if you want to. Who cares? Yeah. Next, formal multi-course meals. When it comes to food, I've had enough of the long multi-course formal meals with the usual fare. Guests love having familiar filling foods to fuel them all night long for that mingling, drinking, and dancing they'll be doing. A spin on mac and cheese, fried chicken, and delicious hearty salad with fruits, nuts, and cheeses are all fun options guests will actually enjoy. So you can't do family style. Right. And now you can't do multi, what is it? Multi course. Multi course. Okay. Formal meals. First of all, I love eating. So if you want to bring me courses and courses of food and drinks, great. I'll eat all night long. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. I get to sit and hang out with my low garland of plants. (laughs) Um, I'm fine with it. What do you think? Oh, you're kind of like, eh. No, I, I like, yeah, I'm fine with it too. I mean. Also, doesn't this kind of happen in between like speeches and shit? Isn't like you sit down, you get a salad meal and then someone starts talking. As long as you get to eat. I went to a wedding where they held off on all food until the speeches were over. 
there was an hour of speeches and oh. all our stomachs were grumbling like I was off in the like kids corner on the side and we were all laughing and like giggling because our stomachs were all in unison and we're like please can we get something to eat <laughs> not a good choice make sure you feed people during the speeches yeah so wait what do you think you you're fine for them to go away no, I'm fine with this. I think it's whatever the wedding is. Some weddings, if I had had a more formal wedding, then multi, you know, multi-course meals makes sense. I had a backyard wedding. Family style makes more sense. Like you have to do with the wedding that you're doing. Right. And what if you're kind of a foodie person that really wants like this coursed meal? Yeah. Or again, if you have like all these speeches and you can kind of, I think if you break up all of these courses with activities or events of people talking or some sort of thing, mm-hmm. then it's, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Next up. Casual shoes. Lastly, Converse sneakers and cowboy boots paired with formal tuxedos and gorgeous wedding dress have seen their day. I know it's charming, but there are so many other unique ways to show your personality and surprise guests with an unexpected twist. I really don't like this person who's said these last two. Um, <laughs> so they're mad at you for having comfortable shoes? Yeah. Well, there's that trend. Like people get the converse that say bride and groom. Yeah. and like, Or the groom and all of his, his groomsmen are wearing converse. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm... Also, you're dancing a lot. So if you want to be in comfortable shoes. Yeah. I think this is fine. I think it's fun. And cowboy boots. Also, I will say a lot of times that's the shoes they wear for like some pictures or during the reception, but that's not necessarily the shoes they wear the whole time. Exactly. And sometimes it's just like a photo out kind of thing. Like the girl will put on some silly shoes and like, you know, have them for dancing or for like one photo with her husband. It's kind of a cute thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what she wore. For the rest of the time. Yeah, I'm fine with it. This is fine. It's it's fun. It, Ugh, these people are annoying. They are. So we're both on the same page there. You said finally. Does that mean that person's fine? That's their person's finally? Are there more? That's that person's final. Oh, we, so still we still have, have a couple, have a couple more. more. Okay, mm-hmm. go. Okay. Next up, mix and match events. The worst mistake we see is when people embrace a trend when it doesn't even make sense in the space. People do this a lot with color palettes. While naturals look great in certain settings, they can be completely washed out in others. Similarly, a farm table can look great at an outdoor wedding in California, but renting one for a modern or industrial space is just weird. The lesson? You should decorate the event the same way you decorate a home, and you wouldn't put sequin linens in your dining room table if you live in a craftsman cottage. I wholeheartedly disagree. Because I think it's really fun to, um, in general, when doing home designs or design in general, of mixing uh, soft with hard, nature with modern. Like, that's cool. It's I think having a farm table in a, a kind of factory kind of setting is rad. 100%. And this person's stupid. <laughs> I think it comes back. Here's the thing. I I agree with this because that's how I I would not do that. But if that's what like if that if you like it, then you do you. Who cares? Like you do you. Yeah, I just I don't know. Sometimes I think it's fun to kind of bring elements in where they're not supposed to. It's sure. unexpected. Yeah, that's called being creative, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, 
flower crowns. The other big one is flower crowns. They were adorable while they lasted and appeared in the right setting, but after five years, I'm afraid it is definitely time to move on. People should definitely, people should be really careful with fashion trends. I have only seen flower crowns at like music festivals. I think like Coachella when I think flower crown. I don't even think flower crowns when I think of weddings. I wore one at Jesse's wedding, which was a beach outdoor wedding. And I thought it was really nice. We were barefoot and we had flower crowns. It worked. And did she wear one too? Mm -hmm. Was it different color than yours? Mm, I don't think so. Just wondering. Um, Yeah. They weren't colored. They were white. Oh. All white. Well, you can't do that anymore. I know. Um, I think that's kind of the same person that's annoyed with the boho stuff. It's a, I think it's I'm the sorry. same vibe. Of, I don't think that this has only been going on for five years either. I think flower crowns have been around forever. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I only know of them because of Coachella. Oh, no. They haven't. I mean, think of like Is the 70s. You're in California. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Their flower crowns have but been around for a long time. were they in weddings in the 70s? Or sure. were they just? Yeah. Oh, Sure. I mean, I think in general, I think they're cute. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's also one of those things where, you know, if I had a tiara, would you say I was being corny for wearing a tiara because that's so old school? So like the flower crowns kind of replace the tiara because people are having more casual weddings. Yes. And you want to put something on your head to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I had a little flower. You did? Yeah. I had a it was meal. cute. It was, yeah. It was cute. Do what you want. Um, I'm fine with the flower crown. I am too. I Ew. think they're just evolving, you know? These people are annoying. They are. I mean, I know it's their, the whole point of the article is, I guess, to get me upset. Is it? <laughs> if it was, they're doing a really good job. That's what I think. When you think about this article, is it just to like get people talking to be upset? Because I feel like you're offending so many people so quickly. I know. Or poor people that are trying to plan their wedding are now having this like, oh no, the they're reading this article like, oh and they feel gosh. like junk. And yeah, like, I'm, I'm doing it all wrong. Corny basic bitch with my flower crown. Yes. Ugh, this article. I mean, I'm glad I found it because now I get to talk about it with you, but it's so rude. It is. Ooh. We got two more. Okay. Pinterest style. Pinterest can be an excellent tool for brides to be for to find inspiration and get their visions in motion. But the homepage of Pinterest's wedding look is well overdone. I'm talking about chalkboard signs, bohemian naked cakes, and geode everything. We thought that the boho chic was on its way out last year, but somehow it stuck around for 2016. Let's hope 2017 can finally ditch the trend. Wow. These event planners are way They're over. over the boho. Oh, they hate it. They do. Yeah. That, wasn't, that one wasn't about Pinterest. That was about boho. Uh, yes. Just say it's about boho, guys. Yeah. I mean, also, I think that that's kind of the interesting thing about Pinterest is that it allows everybody to be inspired and see what they can do and kind of make it their own. Yeah. I, they're just upset about boho. This isn't yeah. even about Pinterest. Because what is a Pinterest wedding? What does that even they, mean? Here's the thing is that they want new. They want people to think outside the box and move beyond boho chic. Yeah, but maybe you don't want your wedding to be the next trend setting fucking thing. Yeah. Or you just want something that's cute. That you've Th- that seen you in like. magazines. You're like, that's cute. Yes. Yeah, I think this person's dumb. <laughs> Is this the same person that got mad about the flower crowns? Uh, no. Okay. Different. Um, and last one. Last okay. one. Yeah. Food trucks. Food trucks. They're not over yet, 
but they've got about 15 minutes left. Hella fucking Luya. I'm on board with this one. Oh, this is you talking. You're done reading. This is your opinion. Yes. The hella fucking Luya. Yes. Your own. <laughs> Tell me what you think about food trucks. Uh, I'm, I, I, they gotta go. They gotta go because it actually, I'm okay with a food truck. If it comes in as like a second, like midnight snack and you're, you know, everybody's been dancing all night. Yeah. And a lot of people, that's a, a trend that people do where they bring in food again, uh-huh. a little snack before you head off. Yeah. Those are ballers feeding you twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. So doing something like that, but to food truck usually means there's not a place to sit. Sometimes. Sometimes. So that's your big issue. Is your big issue not having a place to sit? No. Oh, keep going. <laughs> not having a place to sit. Um, food trucks, I love food truck meals, but that's usually lunch or, you know, like it, to me, it's not it's not a wedding. To me, that's not um, like having a, a sit down. It's individual. So you're having to stand in line and go get the like talk about so the one who didn't. Standing in line is probably part of it for you. Yeah, I mean, the person who didn't want to lift a plate to hand over a family style, you know, you think that's work? (laughs) I wonder really how they feel about standing in line for your own meal that you get to go and then go find a place to sit. What if the food truck kind of brings everything out to you? If the food truck is on the street Mm -hmm. and there are tables and you just get to, you know... Uh, you they call your number and you run up and grab like table number eight and you come and you get your food truck food but that's not it's part all of, like sitting out yeah no like you have a everyone has tables okay and then you go by table number to the food truck to get your food you don't it, that doesn't happen I don't know I, no. I haven't been to that many food truck events I mean like like wedding events I haven't either but I think it's terrible yeah and I think also I mean not not that like this is has something to do with it but it's like when you're you're supposed to bring a gift mm-hmm. that is in essence what is being spent on sure. you that's an etiquette right. thing so i mean if i'm getting a $5 cheeseburger then you know but i gave you a $100 gift right. like you know, I, I don't know. I, I know that you spent the money on, you know, mixed match couches instead of feeding me. And I, I just feel it's the opposite. I feel like, you know, pictures, sure, they last forever and you're in a magazine or whatever. But what people are going to remember is their feeling at your wedding. Yeah. And they're going to remember the food and the fun and the dancing. That's to me where you spend the money. And you don't think the food truck thing makes it fun? Because I think that's the thing. I think people think food truck and they think it's fun and it's casual and it's it's not as stuffy. I'm just telling you. Yeah. No, I, I disagree. My, I am fine. I'm with you on the fact that if I have a place to sit, when I don't have a place to sit, that's annoying because I'm in heels usually. Mm-hmm. My issue with a food truck is only if there's not some sort of fucking vegetable. That's when I get annoyed. Yeah. Because obviously if you're doing like a plated thing or something sort of like a little more standard, there's a vegetable involved. There's a salad course or there's like a side of, you know, something on your plate with your meat. Mm -hmm. But for me is like, if it's just the truck is just like corn dogs, you're like, oh oh no, (laughs) I I have to be like, I don't want to be all like fried food and gassy for the rest of the night at your wedding. (laughs) That's why food trucks are great for the second round. You know, fart on the Uber on the way home. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I hear what you're saying. It is kind of, and also like if it, I think it's, I think 
also it's this the specific specificity there it is right mm-hmm. there, i think so of what is being served and what type because now food trucks can be so many different types of food true but having the able to sit down allows you to not like get grease on your dress Yes. And then also, again, if you could serve something that's a little as options for like a little bit healthier. So I don't feel gross because I'm in a dress. And well, I, and it's usually like finger food, pizza. too. Yeah. And it's like, really? I think you had some junk food experience. I wonder if it were different ones. I went to a wedding where it was like two or three different trucks. Okay. So you had so much things to choose from. And that was really helpful. And I had a seat. And to be honest with you, I didn't actually go to the truck. My husband went for me. Maybe that's why I have. A so you're fine view. with the food truck. Like, food trucks are great. Tristan, sit you went out. standing in heels, waiting to get your food. Nope. Like I'm. That's not. I just oh. sent him because because it was more my. I mean, like he's friends with these people too, but it was like more my friends. I was the closer friend, and I like gave a speech at the wedding. So. Mm-hmm. He was going to let me kind of hang with my people while he was more of the plus one so type, nice. even though he's obviously like close with them. But, you know, you know, you kind of do that thing where if it's your significant others, more friends. Yes. You'll kind of be the one to, oh, let me get you a drink. Let me, you know. Yeah. Kind of let them get a little more drunk so you'll drive home or whatever. You know what I mean? Like It's their part. Yeah. It's kind of more their party. You're yes. more the plus. There are times in life when you're just the plus one. It's true. Mm. <laughs> There's a quote. <laughs> There's times in life where you're just the plus one. <laughs> It's tough. It's true. Um, food trucks, man. I, I I do think they're kind of phasing out, though, naturally. I feel like the food truck trend is still around, and it will be. But as a wedding thing, I, I wonder if it's kind of starting to... Because I think what the, I actually think that more of the family style is coming more in. Because yes. I think people are getting more into healthier... Maybe it's just California, but I feel like people are getting more into like healthier foods. Whereas food trucks automatically are a little more fried food and unhealthy for you well it's like you stand in line for a drink you're standing in line for your food that's a lot of standing in heels yeah well and, and again it's like the efficiency of the food truck because they're limited in what they can do with the space um you're not I, eating together food truck for like um the dessert would be fun too i'll throw that out there as a cool like an ice cream truck or some sort of they I, have the cool yes. house that has the ice cream cookie like the ice yeah. cream sandwiches. Yeah. You're down Their for that. Saucer, I'm totally down for that. Okay. Just not my meal. Yeah. Jeff needed to stand in line for you. He would he wasn't there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um <laughs> is that all of them? That was the last one. Okay, let How me tally it up. Let me see. So um it looks like tallying it up that uh Pam, you agreed with them three times and I only agreed once. <laughs> and even then I was like that's the splitting the bill one, which I also was like, I don't really agree with exactly what they're saying, but I'll just say a yes. So I half agree with them once. So Vogue and I, I mean, that article. What did I agree on? You agreed on the splitting the bill. Yeah. You agreed on uh, the large bridal parties need to stop. Yeah. And you agreed with the food trucks. Yes. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, this article, we will definitely post it in our show notes and link it. Um and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But man, it is, it's a brutal one. That was brutal. That was harsh. I feel bad for any bride just like scooting through the internet or reading a magazine and landing on that article. Yeah. You know, you're doing a lot of shit. You don't need somebody to make you feel like an asshole for wearing a flower crown. Yes. You do you ladies. Wear that flower crown. Yep. Look like your boho princess self. Yeah. Screw these people. Yes. And I like a boho wedding. 
They're fun. It's cute. Don't be as precious as you want. You want to have a cutesy wootsy little little wedding with all the little cute things or a big ass bouquet. If you want to make it seem like woodland animals would show up at any moment and start talking. I'm in. (laughs) It's great. So that's it, Pam. On that note. At the end of our summer break. Um, so um, even though it's summer break, Pam, and we didn't uh, interview anybody and we didn't go through confessionals, we are still going to do bridal breaks. Yes. What? What? Um, bridal breaks, for anyone who uh, doesn't know yet, is um, just suggestions we give to brides and anyone planning a wedding of something to take a break and step away from all your wedding planning and do these activities and, and things so that um, when you go back to dealing with your wedding, you're a little more zen and not as aggressive with yes. everyone. Basically, this is a way to cleanse your brain so that you're a little bit happier because you can't spend all the time working on your wedding. No. You have to take breaks. Take a break. And these are fun suggestions on what to do. Um, I usually give a fun pop culture idea and Mm -hmm. Pammy is as always bringing in some drinks. Do you want to go first this time? Sure. Okay. Do it. So since this is our summer break, um, one of the fun summer drinks that I love is a pina colada. Um, and yes, everybody should have just sang that song in their head when I I said that that. song. (laughs) I don't like it and I don't like the message behind. I don't like anything about that song. On that note, we do like <laughs> pina coladas. Yeah, of course. Um, so, I mean, if you're thinking pina colada, it's coconut cream, pineapple juice, ice, um, you know, little pineapple and maraschino cherry for garnish. And then don't forget the rum. And I like... Which m- rum do you use? Malibu. You like Malibu? It's yeah. so trashy, but it's so good. It is. Well, it has that coconut, that coconut with flavor. it. So yeah. you're getting like the double coconut You don't with even it. notice you're so getting good. wasted on that shit. You don't. They're like dessert. So yes. that's a note. Ladies, if you need to fit into a bridesmaid dress or a bridal gown. It is caloric. <laughs> you need to be careful with your pina coladas. Stick to one. <laughs> Um, is it make does it, it have to be blended or can you just do it on the rocks? Is it always blended? As far as I know, You've I've always had, had it blended. Blender. I'm just uh, yeah. wondering because I will say in my home, like making a drink where I have to pull out my blender, it's like probably not going to happen. But I wonder if I could make it on the rocks if it would be gross. Yeah, but this is like, you know, this is like a communal, you know, you're not making just one. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, you're hanging with your girls going through the magazines, although not Vogue. Yeah, well, I mean. Not that article. Not that article. Skip that article. Yeah. Um, mm. But anyway, so yeah, that's my bridal break. Pina coladas. Um, uh, I haven't had one in so long. We might have to do that after this. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, we recorded this. It's now 12.07, so I'm allowed to. It, it, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, my bridal break is um, this Netflix special has been out for a while. I, I'm really getting into all of the comedy specials that Netflix has been putting yeah. out. And um, one, if you haven't seen it yet, which I think would be really good, especially for like brides that are just kind of like a little angry and pent up. Her name is Ali Wong. And the name of the special is Baby Cobra. And she um, is a stand-up comedian who I've really liked for quite a while. I've seen her a couple of times in LA. I mm-hmm. think she lives here. So I, like she kind of does the circuit out here. But um, this specific performance, Baby Cobra, she does while she is super duper pregnant. I've seen this one. It's hilarious. Yeah. She is really funny. She's so funny. And she's biting and she's just moving around the stage with this huge pregnant belly. And she just makes you feel like so proud yeah. to be a woman. She's just like a little badass. Yeah. So I, it's so funny. It is. And I think that if you're in like an aggressive place, 
<laughs> it's definitely one to watch. I enjoy watching comedy specials um, when I'm on the treadmill at the gym. There's just something about like somebody telling me a story and entertaining me. So um, I I actually wanted to watch that one and had to stop because I was laughing so hard that it was like I was messing like it was like I was just like too into it, it. Messing, messing it with your rhythm yes so I had to pause it and watch it again when I got home and I'd seen it before but I just rediscovered it so um Ali Wong Baby Cobra it's on Netflix and that is definitely my bridal break for this week love it yeah um, so Pammy, that is it. That's it. Um, if you guys uh, want to listen to all of our episodes, make sure to hit subscribe on iTunes or follow slash subscribe on our other um, podcast providers. Um, so we're on iTunes slash um, Apple Podcasts, which is what they call themselves now. Mm. Um, we are also on Google Play. We're on Podbean. We're on Stitcher Radio and Player FM. Yep. Um, so please subscribe and follow wherever you are listening to podcasts. If you want to send us your confessionals or you need some advice, we're still taking stories. Send them in. Send them in. Um, you can send them in uh, a couple different ways. You can send us an email or you can leave us a voicemail or you can uh, go on to our feature that we have on our website where you just tell us your story without giving us any of your information because quite frankly, we don't need it. Um, this is all anonymous. Yes. So um, uh, Pam, where can you do that? On WeddingConfessionals.com. Yes, on WeddingConfessionals.com. And please note that all of the stories you send us will be kept anonymous. Um, we do not want to get you in any trouble if you are venting or ranting. Um, your we secret, just want to help you. Your secret is safe with us. Yes. Um, and um, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, all of those handles and links are also on WeddingConfessionals.com. Yes. So basically, Pam, if you want any information, show notes or social media it's or... Where is it? Weddingconfessionals.com. Weddingconfessionals.com. So that's it, guys. Um, so thanks for letting us have a summer break. Yeah. And we can't wait to get back to interviewing people and seeing you guys in the fall. Yay! That's it, Pammy. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434 434- Nine three three two six six three. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.